0: You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about developing leadership within yourself and your team. So this is a tough one, and it requires, in my opinion, it requires a heightened level of self-awareness to do the work internally when it comes to finding the appropriate leadership resources uh, for yourself. And then when it comes to finding them for your team, it's also just really important to make sure you find the right fit and meet your team where they're at, in addition to finding the right ways that you're going to learn best. So it's, a, it's very much a nuanced situation. And so I'm very excited for today's conversation. Our guest today is Kylie Carr. And fun fact, back in another lifetime... Kylie was actually my boss. So it's been very fun watching her flourish as an award-winning speaker, executive coach, and founder of the Asbury Group, where they provide executive coaching and leadership development programs to corporations and entrepreneurs. I can't think of another better person to talk about leadership with. So welcome to Eloma, Kylie.
1: Thank you for having me, Kylie. And it has been so great to see you flourish as well.
0: Well, thank you. it's it's been fun. It's been such a journey. Um and yeah, we go back so far. So it's just it's wild to think about where we are now um, versus, where we were, what, like a decade or so ago? It's been a minute. I know.
1: It's so wild.
0: <laughs> it's been a minute. But, Kylie, I have to say, you have been um, one of the greatest role models when it comes to leadership for me and my life. So, I'm not surprised that this is where you are right now. And I'm so thrilled to be having this conversation about leadership with you. So, let's dive in. That's um, good. Yeah. Like, th- it's such a big topic, right? So, So where should, where should we really begin? What are some of the key signals that a leader of any organization really needs to be tuned into when it's like, well, oh, maybe it's time to level up and I need, I need a little additional support here.
1: Yeah, I think that when it comes to any, any leader having that signal of, okay, maybe I need to do something more here. It really comes from within. It really comes from within it. It typically is that inkling or that nudge inside of them that says, "Mm, I could be doing more here or who? Yeah, here's a growth edge for me. Now, granted, that may be uh, sparked by interactions with other people. Mm -hmm. where maybe they handle a situation that causes them to second guess, like, oh, maybe I could have handled that differently, but there's usually something inside of them that says, even in those situations where it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, there's something more here.
0: Yeah, for sure. And when they have that spark, um, what would you recommend is like the next step for them to like do something about it?
1: Yeah, I think first of all is that self-exploration of, okay, if it's a situation, for instance, where somebody is, maybe they didn't show up as their best in a Mm. situation, you know, Mm -hmm. where we, maybe we're stressed, we're overwhelmed. And then that default version of ourselves or the stress version of ourselves rears its ugly head, (laughs) Yep. And the next thing you know, we snap at one of our team members or employees, and you know we're kicking ourselves for that. It's you know the first thing is okay, taking that step back, that beat to okay, why did that happen? Yeah, you know, why? What, what caused that? What caused that in the first yeah. place? And that even having that taking that beaten and looking inward for a moment can provide an opening for what's next. Oftentimes, I mean, I am a huge proponent of coaching not only because that's what we do in my practice that's part of what we do, but I've seen it. Even in programs that I've led where I haven't been the coach, but we have included coaching for the participants. It is incredible how, how beneficial it is to have someone who is on your team who is yeah. who is devoted to your well-being and your advancement and has some outside perspective to call us out on our stuff.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um so you talk about coaching and a lot of people can take that in a lot of different ways. You know, sometimes coaching is like, yes, it's life-changing. And then sometimes people give it a bad rap for, you know, calling coaching, coaching when it's not really coaching. Um, so how do we know what the right format or the method to to tackle, you know, this leadership development, you know, whether it's coaching or some kind of further development, like how how do we know the right step to take?
1: Yeah. There's so many different types of coaches out there and you're right. You know, there are so many people that call themselves coaches yeah. who, you know, or are, like, are not. And, and honestly, for years, I was very reluctant in calling myself a coach because yeah. I truly respect the industry, the field very much. And I was like, hey, I there are people who get certifications who go to school for this, and I didn't do that. And next thing I knew, I had people calling me and asking me questions about like, or really asking me to coach them. And no one asked me if I was certified to do so. Now, I, luckily I am a, um, I'm someone who is um, a, a forever student so i yeah. do my research and i hone my craft and i know that the reason why i'm such a great coach is that i am i i can zero in on the other person and i let my strengths lead me now there are many methods you were asking about methods i am not a I can't say, yes, look for someone who who does this method or doesn't do this method. I really think it comes down to the individual and if there's yeah. chemistry there and and also do your homework right <laughs> you know yes. do your homework yes. make sure that the person that you are working with is someone who has a strong track record talk to people who who have worked with them to get some insight on how they what their approach is and how it has impacted them
0: yeah absolutely um one of the things that i like to you know associate with coaching is it's it's kind of like dating a little bit like You have to kind of figure out who's gonna be the right fit for you. Like not everybody is gonna be the right fit and that's okay, but you gotta find somebody who you feel really comfortable with and is gonna push you to be the best you you can be, right?
1: absolutely absolutely and some people prefer to have coaches who are very structured and they have methodologies and we're yeah. going to follow this thing and i i've had people come to us to say okay i'm you know what is what are all of the steps like or can you show me the yeah. blueprint and the framework and that's not how we we work, we, we have more of a human centric approach. So, and we're all, you know, very heart and soul centered. So it's like, okay, we, we focus on the person first and design the coaching experience with that in mind. But I also understand that that doesn't work for everybody. So understanding what works best for you is crucial when looking for a great coach.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I've also, in my experience, it's been a matter of like, Um, you have to know yourself well enough to know how you like to be pushed or what is effective for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like people will talk about like, you know, basketball coaches or whatever. It's like, oh, don't yell at me. That's not going to, that's not going to help, you know, like provide this kind of constructive feedback. And I think it's similar with anybody in a coaching or leadership positions. Like you have to understand how to communicate effectively with anybody. You've asked for it. So I'm building it. I've taken the feedback I've received over the last year regarding our in-person workshops and retreats, and I'm building out a masterclass for women looking to leave corporate and launch their own consulting business. I know most of you are planners, so you're not looking to jump ship tomorrow, nor should you. So we're building out the most comprehensive six month course with over a dozen industry experts that will meet virtually once a week live to answer any questions and create the community necessary To succeed in entrepreneurship while giving you the opportunity to digest the content when it works best for you and your schedule. This first cohort will launch October 3rd I meet every Tuesday for six months with a few adjustments for the holidays. You'll gain access to the starter kit, six months of content walking you through everything you need to know how to start your consulting business the right way. In addition to three one-on-one coaching sessions, since this is our pilot program, we're offering what would be a $10,000 investment for $7,000 and payment plans are available as needed. Working with all these experts would cost you well over $60,000 though. So save yourself 50 grand and a few years of trying to figure it out on your own and join us this October for a program that I promise will change your life. Learn more at rixr.ixmasterclass.com. And so there's, I think it's, it's one path to find, uh, coaching and leadership development programs for yourself, but for those of us looking to implement the same type of leadership development opportunities for our teams, how would you recommend somebody go about that when you're trying to figure out the right, the right way to help your team?
1: Yeah, I would, I would again, go inward, like, okay, what does our team need? Where, where are we finding the most challenge? Where are the, the rubs, you Mm -hmm. know, that are, that are present within our team and where are the biggest areas that we can um, strengthen? Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I really like the idea of um, finding ways for teams to be the most effective. So I do think that for organizations and for leaders who are looking at finding ways to bring some development to their teams, it's, it's like there's the team dynamics and then there's the individual So there's, you know, there are certain there's certain development that I think each individual can benefit from that will have impact on the whole. Now, collectively, if if each person is going through their own path and they're strengthening as a leader individually, well, now collectively, how can we put those puzzle pieces together in order for us to be as effective? and efficient as possible. And there's certainly, you know, group coaching and development programs that can help help organizations and teams function more properly too.
0: I want to dig into that for just a second because you bring up a really good point. Um, there's a group and there's the individual. And to your point, like there's group coaching programs and obviously there's one-on-ones. Um, how would you say, like, if anybody's out there listening and considering implementing one-on-one and or group coaching in their organization, what would you tell them in terms of like expectations? Like how are they different? What can they expect from like the group versus the one-on-one?
1: Yeah. When it comes to one-on-one coaching versus group experiences, it you know, with the one-on-one, it really is tailored, that experience is tailored to that individual's needs. So what typically happens is that coach will do some type of assessment, some type of analysis in the beginning to understand what their starting point is, what their needs are, what 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 their developmental areas are, and tailor that program to them. In a group, it's usually what I love about the group experiences is that. At least when I facilitate, I can't talk about every every experience <laughs> and every coach. But what I love about it is that the group there is always some great insight that comes out of people's experiences. So, for instance, if I am facilitating a group experience and we're talking about um, communicating or leading through conflict. There are okay. certain things that I can bring to the table, certain uh, case studies and uh, best practices and insights that can help them. But where the richness and depth comes in is when people can share, oh, I was in a situation where I had this happened and there was this conflict and this is how I resolved it. And now you're getting perspectives from the entire group. And, and that's something that one facilitator can't provide.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. In the group situations that I've been in the group workshops, it's always like, you know, in, in the ones I've attended, as well as the ones that I've facilitated, it's like, you're going to learn just as much from me as you are from everyone else in the room. And that's part of the benefit. It's, it's really a joy. Um, okay, so we're talking about leadership development for individuals. We're talking about it for the team. Now, if we take this into the entrepreneurial world, uh, well, that was like a whole jumble. If we take this into the entrepreneurial world um, with entrepreneurs, what should they be thinking about in terms of leveling up their leadership abilities? Anything specific?
1: Yeah. I, in fact, I just led a session with a group of founders a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about, I think it was even entitled Level Up Your Leadership. <laughs>
0: That's a good so, name. That's a good name.
1: Right. You know, and so it's, it's, top of mind for me. And there were three areas that I talked about. One is understanding what your personal power is. And Mm. we all have something that we possess. And, And as founders... As founders, there is something that was within us that we decided to birth, that we decided to (laughs) bring into this world, right? And there there are certain, there is a combination that when I talk about personal power, it's really this combination of your strengths. So your gifts, your talents, your um, skills, those strengths that you were born with, but those that you developed over time as well. Yeah. Your, your passions, those things that bring you, that energize you, that you get lost in, right? There are also your experiences that have shaped who you are. Yeah, Your natural inclinations and abilities and all of these things combined create your personal power and allow you to make an impact in a way that nobody else can. It allows you to serve others in a way that no one else in this world can. So one is understanding what is that for you, really taking the time to understand what is your personal power. Secondly is understanding what is your why and making sure that as you lead, especially as you bring in others and, oh, by the way, like it's really hard as you continue to scale your teams, you are the founder, right? You are the founder. You are the visionary to one, expect other people to have the same amount of passion and fervor (laughs) for that vision is just unreal. Realistic. Yeah. But what you can do is help them see the why behind things. So help and real, and you know, I love Simon Sinek's work and you know his book, his TED Talk. If you haven't seen the at least seen the TED Talk, watch that. But he talks about how people don't, it's not about the what and the how. People don't buy that. And think about that with with teams too. People are motivated by the why behind it. So if they know the impact that can be made by their work and how their work applies and impacts the whole, and the collective, then they are more motivated. And then the third thing that I would say is manage your energy. Manage your energy because it is hard out here. Being an entrepreneur and doing all the things is one, just not a good idea. And yes, in the beginning, you might have to do a lot of the things, yeah. but managing your energy is so important, especially when you have teams, because you dr- you set the tone, you set mm-hmm. the tone. So if you are not taking care of yourself, if you don't have the right practices in place to manage your, your energy, then is just not sustainable. I mean, I've seen so much burnout, overwhelm, anxiety, depression, especially over the past three and a half years. Yeah, And a lot of people said, you know, it was the time of COVID and all that. Well, you know, we're in a different phase of COVID. Yeah. And yet a lot of the the topics and the well being and energy and resilience management um, topics that people have asked me to talk about, that people used to ask me to talk about in 2020 and 2021, are yep. being asked again now yeah. in 2023.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think this topic of burnout specifically and like just general well being. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. And it's not a new topic. Let's like, okay, we know burnout's been around, but COVID changed the game. And then now it's like, okay, that flipped up, flipped our, all of our worlds upside down. And then we had to figure out how to adjust. And then there was another pivot and then another pivot. And then we continued to tweak and adjust. And now we're in, like you said, a new phase of COVID where- in a lot of ways, things have quote unquote gone back to normal in many ways, but that doesn't mean that people's mindsets have just bounced back, right? Like there's still a lot of emotional and mental exhaustion from playing this ping pong game of the last couple of years. Like it's wild. I keep seeing new burnout programs popping up left and right. And it's like,
1: Yeah, we still need them. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And a part of it is our culture, right? This, this grind, especially with entrepreneurs, the grind culture, you know, the 4am club, 5am club, like all of these things that have, that are contributing to us, you know, just grinding ourselves down into the ground. That is just not sustainable. It is absolutely not. And, you know, I hand it to Gen Z because they're saying no. No. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. So, um, we need to get, we need to get it together.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's, um, it's a learned behavior and it just like any behavior, it's, it's become an addiction in some ways and it's difficult to unlearn. Um, but yeah, I think as a society, we have a lot of work to do. Um, So in that vein, in terms of entrepreneurs and leading ourselves through A, difficult times, B, burnout, C, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, What, if you had like one piece of advice to an entrepreneur right now in terms of how to show up as their best leader, what would you say?
1: Hmm, what I would say is first, Find who that is for you. Ooh, good one. Who is that? And that is not, I, I encourage people to, to not think about, okay, who do I like? Because in this Insta culture that we're in, we are, there are so many people that we try to be like, especially as entrepreneurs, it's like, oh, I want to be like such and such or such and such. And I want to have the money or the business as, as big as whomever. Right. Yeah. And that is a trap. That is a trap is. because you have been placed to do this particular work to have to lead this particular business at this point in time in the world period you it's you no one else but you yeah so why is it you why is it you and and who are you at your absolute best stripping away any of the the drama the trauma the experiences that may have knocked you down no. who are you at your absolute best and one question you can ask others around you to help get to this is what how would you describe me so one one exercise i mm. give a lot of my clients is um to have people to describe them you ask at least 10 people you know to describe you using three words Yep, three adjectives. And you know, it's a good personal branding exercise to gauge how how people perceive your personal brand. And a lot of my clients will say, "Well, you know, they they were being very nice. Like the people who responded, they gave me very nice things." Well, this is not developmental. You didn't ask them for developmental needs, right? Like, "Who where do I need to to improve?" improve? Yeah. So, what you'll get back is likely how people are perceiving you when you are at your best. Another thing to think about about is what do people thank you for the most
0: Ooh, I like what that. do people
1: thank you for the most so and and also what do people come to you for the most so yep. what do people you know when they ask you those questions like what are those questions that that you what trends do you see and themes of the questions that people continuously ask you maybe not the same person but different people who are asking you the same question or advice on something specific and then who comes back to you and says, you know, thank you for that. What is the, that, that they thank you for. And that can help you see, okay, this is where I make some tremendous impact. This is the perceived value people have for me. And, and this perhaps is me At my best. And then tap into yourself too. When do you feel most energized? When do you feel most energized in your leadership? When do you feel like you are you are in flow? You are in the zone. And that other people are responding in the way that you want them to.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So let's. Let's expand that. So those are great prompts as us as leaders. Now, as we are looking to support our team in helping them grow as leaders, any words of advice for leaders trying to help develop other leaders?
1: Yes, I love this question. It's really helping them do the same thing. So I, my philosophy on leaders is that the best leaders are the best human beings first. And Mm. leaders don't lead organizations or leaders don't lead buildings and products and services. They lead people and they serve people. And so the more that we can be the best people we can be, we will inherently be better leaders. So as we're looking to develop our teams, one, leading by example, doing your own work, can show and demonstrate to your team the work that they can be doing and then extending that that same those same development opportunities to them so that they can explore who are they yeah. what what impact are they able to make and and take the selfishness out of it to to shuffle people around if needed if you find that somebody is highly creative, but they're in a highly analytical position, but you really truly want them on your team. What else can they be doing where they can serve the organization and themselves better? Because I I promise you, they will be more engaged and be more loyal and, and be more fulfilled and make an even greater impact if they are working in alignment with their, their gifting.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great call out too. I mean, yes. And to everything you just said, but I think it's a the, the call out of like, remove your selfishness. Like A, being a leader is not easy uh, and B, the idea of potentially losing somebody or like making more work for yourself because somebody's role shifts. Like ultimately to your point, you're only helping them in the long run and it will come back tenfold. Um, and I think sometimes people get worried about uh, you know, leveling up other people versus themselves. And it's like if you just continue to pour into other people, everybody wins. Everyone yes. wins. And you
1: know what? Some people may go through that and realize that where they are is not the right place. Yep. And that's okay too. And that may yep. sting a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah, that's to, to replace somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, I get it. I've been there. Yeah. And everybody still wins because now you open up the opportunity for somebody to come in who is in alignment with, you know, where that their skills are in alignment with the position.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you're interested in asking me questions about running your business, but you're working on a budget and only need a teeny tiny bit of handholding right now, check out the CEO hotline. This is an online community that I'll be managing on a weekly basis, answering questions about running your business. And then we'll have a monthly live Q&A where I'll answer whatever questions you have in real time. Learn more at ricks, R-I-X, CEO, hotline.com. I love that. Uh, Kylie, you are a busy lady. You've got a lot of fun stuff going on. Tell me a little bit about what you're working on right now.
1: Oh, what am I working on right now? I feel like I'm working on a lot, Kylie. And I know, I love, that's like, why I got to ask. <laughs> yeah. And it's so great to, um, you know, to get the Kylies together, I tell you. Um, <laughs> Kylie so, squared.
0: This is officially the first Kylie squared conversation that's ever been that. Welcome to Eloma. There we go. <laughs> oh,
1: I am. Honored to be the first Kylie on Kylie's show. So some of the, some of what I've been working on that I am working on are Working with some amazing organizations to to serve them and to to develop their leaders globally. One thing that COVID did for the business is that because we were all at home and working remotely, it opened up the borders and allowed us to do work with. I think we've now done with done work with um, leaders and organizations on six continents. So Antarctica, wow, I'm amazing. coming for you. Get it, girl. <laughs> but, (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So we are continuing to do some great work with organizations also can creating opportunities for, for my team to shine. So those exercises that I mentioned to you, like, we are so fortunate to have a group of practitioners who are all working in alignment with their personal power. Yeah. So being able to give them opportunities and, and expand the business so that they can do the work that they love is fantastic. Also building experiences for, for others to truly tap into their potential. We have the Beyonding community, which is for um, purpose-driven, high-achieving women who are looking to go beyond in their life and in their leadership. We also have the Beyonding retreat that is we are. We're restarting into being an annual retreat and we're working on our 2023 retreat that's happening later this year in the fall. Oh, awesome. Yes, and then finally I have some media projects that have not receive the love, nurturing, and attention as I know they need. So sure. I'm working on a book. I'm working yes. on some TV projects that um, TV that projects. I'm really, yes, that well, I got a lot of questions.
0: Really, <laughs> and we uh, really, got questions. <laughs> and
1: really, you know, I'm feeling called to expand my reach. And, you know, I've been, you know, doing it from my space and, and, and in the business. And I am called to really expanding um, how I connect with others and can impact others more broadly.
0: Okay. So I, I recognize you might not be able to give me details here, but um, TV projects, Kylie,
1: what, what, what do we, what can we share about that? You know, what I will say is that I... Yeah, it's really what I. What, so I can't divulge any details because it is right, really early fine. stages. It's really early stages. But what I will say is that I've known for a very long time that that was supposed to be a, a platform for me to leverage. It's not like um, I said, you know, oh, I want to be on TV and, and do that. But, but you I always would be great on this... TV. <laughs>
0: Thank You've... you. Okay. So Thank you know how you. people say, like, oh, I have a face for radio? You have. A face for radio and a face for TV. Like, well, thank you.
1: <laughs> there you go. You got you got
0: all kinds of media platforms available at your ready.
1: Yes. Yeah, so you know, I um, I'm not sure how it's going to shape and what the final product or program will look like. Um, and I say TV, but you know, in this this age we're in where it could be streaming, you know, it's, it's some type of media. So I'll say, you know, video format of some kind, video format media, whether it's, you know, traditional linear or streaming, um, but in service of helping others see themselves and taking the the great work that we've been doing now globally and bringing it to, to people's devices.
0: Yeah. I mean, and just to clarify my last comment, Kylie, I love your voice. Like I could listen to you. Like if you decided to record an audiobook on literally anything, I would happily <laughs> listen to it. Um, like anything, you could be like reading a recipe. It wouldn't matter to me. Um, but Thank yeah, it's just, I think you, you have such a calming presence. Like you have such a beautiful, strong, yet calming and approachable presence. It's, so I'm really excited for whatever Elusive media things that you have going on. <laughs> uh, please keep me posted because I'm pumped. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. And I will. You know, you I should. will.
1: You should. Absolutely. I will. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. I've got two big questions left for you as we wrap up here. Um, and I'm very excited about this. So, what impact do you want to make on the world or what legacy do you want to leave? Mm.
1: Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. You know, I I feel like one of the the reasons why I'm on this planet is to help people tap into their greatest potential. And to realize that potential, you know, when you think about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the la- the the top of the pyramid is self-actualization. And that's something that I do believe that we have access to, and so many of us are honestly living in um, in unconsciousness. We are going through the motions of life. So yeah. I my greatest impact, if I could help five people remember who they are and show mm-hmm. up in the world more in alignment with who they were created to be, then my life will be fulfilled. I love that. I love that.
0: Just imagine if we all felt that way. Wouldn't, wouldn't the world be such a beautiful, even more beautiful place than it already is? Um, okay. Love that answer. Not surprised. Great, great answer. Um, all right. My last doozy for you is what is your greatest insight or discovery about life and entrepreneurship? The two of them. Mm.
1: Life and entrepreneurship. Both together.
0: Yeah, like the, okay. what we oftentimes find is like the two of them, there's one big discovery that like applies to both.
1: Yeah, well, one thing that I learned in becoming an entrepreneur is that any stuff that you have that's unresolved will show up in your business, Mm. period. Mm -hmm. So if you have issues in your life, And you think your life is separate from your business. It is not. It will reveal itself. And you will need to work through that in order for your business to thrive.
0: Yes. I want to give you snaps. I don't know if those can be heard. (laughs) Snaps. There we go. Yes to that. Oh, Kylie Carr, you are the best. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. For anybody listening who is just as enamored with you as I am, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you or or learn more?
1: Sure. They can follow me on social media. I'm at Kylie Carr everywhere. I have a lot of vowels in my name. So I'll (laughs) spell it K-A-I-L-E-I-C-A-R-R. So on all the socials, except for TikTok, because I don't trust TikTok. No, that's a whole nother story for another day. Yeah, um, But mm-hmm. anywhere else, you can find me at Kylie Carr. Um, if you're interested in connecting with the Asbury Group, you can find us at group at groupasbury.com. So group, G-R-O-U-P-A-S-B-U-R-Y.com.
0: Awesome. And for anybody listening, if you've enjoyed today's show, uh, please go ahead and leave a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter at rixrixnewsletter.com. Kylie Carr, you are a light and a joy. And thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Kylie.
0: To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at com.